So it could be a scam. So y'all just be careful. Look up the company, look up the website, look up the building, look up their social media because all right y'all what's up welcome back to the quality cup life podcast my name is imani and here we talk about basic life skills for young adults um because you know there's just there's some things that nobody has has been talking about even though it's everybody deals with them and i'm just like what what is happening (laughs) so uh that's what we talk about here um and the three categories main categories is financial literacy physical and emotional well-being and understanding relationships so yeah, we are back. We are back. So um, in the last episode, we are talking about where we're talking about um, how to avoid uh, BS situations in the, in the job market. And this is sort of a continuation of that. So I got a couple helpful things for you. But before we get started, y'all, we got merch. We got merch. So if you are right-handed, the front, this is the front, pour into your own cup first, the back is everyone else can wait this is not the original design i mean this is the original design the first iteration we have a new and improved design so go pick up your cup we have a couple other items as well all the links will be in the description so these are just some things that you need to kind of look out for um just in the the posting itself just when you see it so y'all look out for weird like um job postings that have weird descriptions like for instance a vague job title or uh, one of my previous jobs the job title wasn't vague but it was just a bunch of um it was just like a bunch of random responsibilities they weren't random but they were sort of random because it didn't make sense for one person to be doing all these things they were related but to me it didn't make sense and in my mind i was like oh y'all want me to be an octopus but I didn't know the level of octopusity that they were wanting me to be on. And um, so I don't know why I was shocked and, and, and dismayed and burned out when the job posting told me that. And in the interviewing process, the same thing was portrayed. So I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. But, um, but yeah, so that's something to pay attention to. Also, y'all, I, I don't know, you would think this is common sense for you to either just know or think about or whatever, but somebody had to tell me, my sister had to tell me, shout out to my sister, um, y'all look up, Google the company to make sure it's a legit company, because I didn't know this, but apparently it's it's free to post on Indeed or whatever, it's free to for a company or a person to post job a job, whatever, so it could be a scam, so y'all just be careful Look up the company, look up the website, look up the building, look up their social media. Because maybe like a couple months ago, I was interviewing for this uh, photography position and they didn't have much. Their social media wasn't up to date. Their website was very few, had very few details and stuff. And they were talking about they were going to fly me out for training and this, that and the other. And I'm like, bro, like, and I asked, I was like, oh, um, I saw that you didn't have much um, active activity on your social media. And they said, oh, we don't really, that's not how we get our clients. So we don't really put too much into social media. I mean, which would be fair if it was like a, a once a month type of post or a once every two months or something like that. Or just holiday post, happy holidays or something. But they had, I think it was like a year or something like that since two years, something like that. And I was like, that's a red flag. So... And I don't feel comfortable going flying to another state for some drop training. Sounds sounds fishy to me. No, thank you. 
And then I didn't really care for the the what I would have been taking pictures of anyway. If y'all in y'all 20s, bro, or early 30s, I know that you know what I'm freaking talking about. When these places have on here entry level, and then when you open the joint, it say you need freaking two to five years of experience, bro, that's not entry level. I don't have to deal with that anymore because I have some year, a couple years of experience, but like, so watch out for that. That's a red flag. Um, the next thing is when um, it's called a bait and switch. You know, they try to get you in with this and then they switch it up on you after you kind of get in or whatever. So an example of that is if, um, kind of like what I mentioned before, but it's slightly different. If they list one thing on the post, but then on the actual listing, um, the description is doesn't match the title. It doesn't match at all with the, whatever the title is. It's, it's weird, bro. Another thing is if the salary or the pay is much lower, it's lower than um, the market value for it. If it's lower than the market value, run, run. Because people typically value you based the more you get paid the more valuable you are to them it doesn't matter whether the workload is more or less if they pay you more they typically just value you they value you and they value what you can do there and what you can bring that's the point blank period so be careful about contract and temp positions because um i never thought about this because i've done temp and contract work before and um, depending on what you're using it for, it's great, you know, especially if you don't really have much experience in that area and you're just trying to get your foot in the door. Cool. You know what I'm saying? It works for that. But just but the way he the way uh, I don't even know his name, but my man from my life about the layoff, the way he was breaking it down, he was just talking about how they they aren't looking to make a commitment in you because when they're not, that's not what you're there for. Um they, want, they don't want to make a commitment to you as an employee. They're just looking. He's The way he put it, my man said, they looking to test drive you. I was like, oh, snap. So they're looking to test drive you um, to see if you'll work out for them. Or they need you for just a certain amount of time, and then they'll cut ties with you. And that's so real. So <laughs> that's really real. Um, so if it's it's cool if, if you're open to that, and if you... If you're fine with that and if you're open to that and if you're open to it for a certain reason, then that's cool. But if you're looking for like permanent or lifetime or someplace to really stay to really build, that might not be the thing for you. That might be a red flag for you. It might be a red flag for you, but not another person. Because when I did it, it wasn't a red flag for me. I just, I was trying to get my foot in the door. It was right after college. I had no other prospects. It was something that I always wanted to learn how to do. It was great. It was a really great experience. Um, But, uh. But if that's not what you're looking for, um, the more more valuable companies will be more willing to invest in you right out the gate. And they're willing to invest in their company and make a commitment to you, of course, after vetting and the whole interview process and stuff like that. So just just think about that. And um, and that is a part of the reason why it is so important to to kind of have like a, a vision or a goal or an intention for what you want to do and what you want your path to look like because if you once you have that you can you know what things are red flags for you or which directions you absolutely don't want to go versus what you do. It'll make when you have standards for yourself, it makes things a little more challenging 
in the beginning, but it saves you in the long run versus if you just open to any and everything, then it looks good in the in the short term, but it can kind of burn you on the back end. So just kind of think about that. And it goes for anything because you that could go for something random. Like if you just you just you know, y'all know them people who just want a man, those girls who are like I just want a man and they take any and every little thing that's available they'll they'll date that dude that don't you know don't matter he's if he's cute he might be ugly he might have a job he might not he might have a bunch of kids with baby mamas he might not uh he might be rude he might not but they just want a man real bad and uh that's cute and all in the front end you got some company but on the back end he might be um have a bunch of baggage and you don't want to be dealing with that you got to kind of have patience and um, have some 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 standing power a little bit. You know what I'm saying? The next section I have is for uh, some things to look out for when you get offered a job. Um, so one of the things that I ask when I am interviewing is why is this position open? Because that'll tell you, if you listen and you really pay attention, that'll kind of give you an indication of what's going on. Why is this? Is this position a brand new position because they realized they had a need and they need to fill it? Is this position have a high turnover rate? Did this person before me have a negative experience? Like you can kind of get some type of idea as to um, why it's open because you don't want to not ask and then you get in that position and then you're you get out of there quick because they own some foolishness. So uh, that's what you don't want to do. Um, another thing is if, like I said, I don't know if I said it in the last episode or in this one, I don't remember, but if the company or the other employees or even the, the owner or the boss, if anybody in there is negative about the position, whether that's in the, well, if it's in the interview, that's a huge red flag. But if you just end up hearing you know, a little side talk about somebody saying something that's not so good, y'all, that's a red flag run. Because I, that's, the the freaking boss has said some negative stuff to me, to my face, about a guy that would, that ended up being over me, my, my uh supervisor, whatever. And it was strange to me at the time, but yo, that's a red flag run. The next thing, you want to know that the company is, is there any growth opportunities in the company? Is this company growing? Because if this company is not growing, then you have, you better be looking out for the possible, um, the possibility of being terminated or being laid off because the business has to close down or whatever. Because one of the businesses that I used to work at is no longer in business. I left before, you know, that whole crash happened, but you need to kind of just Look out for that, and again, like I've been saying, ask questions. You don't want to. You, you don't want to say, "What is this company growing?" Not like that, but like, what's the? You maybe you could ask something like, "What? Well, what's the? Um, where do you see this company being in five to ten years?" Or maybe I don't know something like that. Where do you see the trajectory? How do you say the word trajectory of this company? Where do you see that going? Or maybe what's the tra- what's the trajectory of this position? Do you see how where do you see this position being in five years or something like that? Even that's I think is a pretty good question. 
So I don't know. So y'all let me know if these are things that you have thought about or dealt with or encountered or if this is just stuff you've never heard, you've never heard before, because a lot of this stuff I had never heard. I had to stumble into it. And hopefully this is at, at some point beneficial to you, because I don't if you don't have to stumble through it like I did, then don't take my word for it. And do not stumble through stuff that's unnecessary if you don't have to you know what i'm saying so so if y'all see me with different clothes on if you're watching this it's because i had to run it back i was like mm, let me add some stuff um so additional thoughts so y'all know it's hard out here for a pimp for real sometimes when you're trying to get the money for the if y'all ever seen hustling for anyway so uh it, it's definitely a challenge doing this uh, looking for new jobs and positions and trying to change thing, things around. So this second half is more, a little more of encouragement instead of just practical tools and things. So I just want to let y'all know to and want y'all to remember that y'all are very innovative, resourceful, intelligent. So please do not let um, the lack of progress or what you think progress should look like stop you or slow you down because the information that you are getting from what you are doing so far could be good information about what you should do next and also to go with that if you weren't those things then you wouldn't be where you are right now you wouldn't have made the progress that you've made and you have to be intelligent you have to be innovative you have to be resourceful to even make any progress at all these days because it's kind of it's so rough out here so please just acknowledge that remember that do not be afraid to try new things or to do something different even if it wasn't what you were planning on doing but this can kind of help your resourcefulness and your creativity and it can as long as it helps you get from point a to point b y'all it's totally fine it's totally normal to for there to be like um Side, if you ever use your GPS and it's not like a straight shot, sometimes it may have you take a right turn and then bust a left to go where you want to go. That's okay. As long as it, it's towards that destination, you are totally fine. It is totally normal. Do not let that, you know, kind of wig y'all out a little bit. Back to the resourcefulness. You, like I said, you've already had to be resourceful to get where you are so far. So now is the time to use that same skill that you use to be resourceful for all the past positions you've ever had. But it's time to kick that in high gear. So you got to really like slow down and pay attention to what is around me. What do I have access to? What have I gained so far? And how can I, um, how can I use that to my advantage? For example, this YouTube video or this podcast episode, however you're consuming this, this is a way to be resourceful. It's free. You feel me? <laughs> so use what you got for sure. Use what you got. And kind of like um, kind of like what I said before about the GPS thing. So make sure that whatever that you're doing aligns with your goals and where you want to go. And um, interestingly enough, if you don't see whatever wherever you are now as a way that aligns with your goals, it's it's interesting how you can use that to see what you can take from that to align with your goals. Because I promise you, yo, like I promise. Wherever you are right now, even if it's not where you want to be, I promise you those that place, that company, 
your coworker, your manager, the systems that they're using, whatever, if they are doing something right for them to be able to make enough progress and enough money and getting enough clients or whatever to be able to bring you on and pay you every two weeks or a week or whatever, they're doing something right. So pay attention to that because you can always take, man, you better take notes like mug. And you can always take those notes, right? And then take that to wherever you're towards your goal whenever you do leave or while you're there working towards whatever. You can take those very same things and use it for the future. Uh, which, and that reminds me of this book. It's called Steal Like an Artist. Uh, it's one of like the super top recommended books. For me, when I went to school for graphic design, that was a top book. When you look up books for top books for graphic designers or if any type of artistry, it's called Steal Like an Artist. And it's talking about how you look at other people's things and you kind of use it, use it, you steal it, but you like, you put your own twist on it. So it's not like copying directly. It's like play, it's not plagiarism, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Everything is a pretty much everything is a is a built on something else. There's nothing that's super innovative, never done before. They use some type of building block, and that's what you got to do. You got to be strategic out here. All right. So the next thing I wanted to tell you was please do not be afraid to reinvent yourself, to uh, switch up the way you may market or sell yourself out here in the market, because that could be a huge way to move the needle. Because, like, for instance, with my resume, I changed up a lot of things. Like, I put less of, well, you know, you guys know, I hope, well, you, whatever you don't know. I have a lot of, my skill set is in marketing, um, but, like, more digital marketing and content creation. That's where my, most of my skill set lies. And so I had to take off a lot of the generic not had to, but I chose to take off a lot of the generic, oh yeah, you can use Adobe and yeah, I have the skill in Microsoft Office and all that stuff. I took a lot of those things off and I added some system skills, like a lot of positions that, for just for instance, if I'm trying to get a digital, uh, let's say I'm, I'm because I've applied for like social media managers or directors or whatever, social media positions, coordinator, insert a blank here. They, uh, people who work in social media, a lot of people use social media schedulers or a lot of people use um, types of programs or systems that um, help you to make graphics quicker or easier instead of having to crank up Illustrator or crank up Photoshop because it takes a little, a little bit. Of, it's not as long as it used to do back in the day, but it takes a little time to boot that program up and you have to do a lot of things kind of from scratch. But if you use something like a Canva or um, Adobe, it's not a Spark anymore, Express, it will speed up the process. And a lot of companies use that stuff instead or primarily instead of using something else primarily. So put those types of skills on there. A lot of companies use like a G Suite, a lot of companies might use, if you're in sales, they use like Salesforce or they use Monday.com or they use um, like different content management softwares, different um, customer relationship managements. This sounds like a lot of big words, but try to put those types of skills that you have on there and not just the generic stuff that everybody who's coming out of college with the same skill set would have, like to make yourself stand out. Um, and another example is... Another way you can reinvent it is your your work experience on your resume. Try to put what 
the do a better job of explaining what it is that you did for the previous companies like you can use um what you what did you do and what were the results what was the purpose of you doing these tasks like instead of you um like if you if you do administrative work instead of you being like oh i answered the phones i sent emails okay what was the purpose of you why was it so important that you answered the phones? Was it to keep the keep a good relationship, a good customer and client relationship with the business? Was it to follow up with uh, with clients? Was it was it important for you to follow up on the emails for to help generate leads? Like you gotta, it's good for you to explain that type of stuff. And that's one of the that's two ways actually to to spice up and reinvent and sell yourself better. So yeah, those are just examples. And y'all, like, with how odd and how crazy and how unpredictable the job market is right now, and with the whole recession thing going on, shout out to Biden <laughs> for the recession. But anyway, um, with adversity, I was thinking about this, which is why I was like, let me run it back with some extra with some extra stuff I wanted to say. But when you hit adversity, y'all, adversity is so freaking important it is so important because you know if it it forces you to tighten up and that's exactly what this re recession on top of you know you looking for new jobs or you interested in switching or moving or whatever even if it's in the same company y'all adversity is 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 so good for you because if you don't have it you're gonna stay the same mediocre way you you've been you know no shade or you're gonna stay in the same mediocre position that you're in which is why probably you don't like it because it might be a mediocre position or the work might be you might have outgrown your work or whatever it'll help you tighten up it'll force you to tighten up if you let it you'll start to like I said before reinvent and sell yourself better you will start to look and see what else is out there what are the expectations and if you never you never step out and you never fight back man you ain't gonna get no better you ain't gonna go nowhere else you're just gonna be sitting in a pile of crap like you're just gonna be in a full y'all ever if y'all know anything about babies and diapers like you're just gonna be sitting in a full diaper you know what i'm saying like soiling and soaking and mad at the world like you need to it's good to fight man you ain't no punk like get back up fight back you feel me <laughs> so like that's all I wanted to say, because um, I believe in y'all. And if you you wouldn't even be watching this or listening to this if you weren't interested in getting back up and like, you know what I'm saying, fighting back against your about against the the ops as the as the young folks call it. Sometimes the along with adversity, the death of like the death of a job, the loss of a job, or even you're still at your current position, but like there's a a death of the connection you had with the job like you no longer feel connected you no longer feel valued um you just you just you a baby you was connected to the to the to the placenta you know what i'm saying and now the umbilical cord is starting to dry up or somebody did something that pissed you off or somebody did something that ain't right or you don't um you don't like it and it's like oh like they didn't cut the umbilical cord is cut is <laughs> cut and it it kind of forces you to to 
see what you can do better. You can start to appreciate, see what you can, what you can appreciate about it, um, what you will not tolerate. You can see what areas you need to get your weight up in. Too. And it's also a great way to take a non-biased look at your life and what your goals are and how do you fit, do you, do you meet up to the expectations or do you not and what do you not, what do you need to do better? So it feels like a smack in the face sometimes, but a smack in the face is pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. It's horrible. It feels horrible, but it's very good for you, believe it or not. And, um, and to go with this whole baby uh, and umbilical, umbilical cord and mom, this whole scenario, this whole, um, what's it called? It's the scenario isn't the word. You know how weird it, weird it must be for like a child to be in the womb, in the sack. They don't got to chew nothing. They ain't got to figure out how to eat nothing. It just goes straight through the umbilical cord. They just automatically are nourished. But then now all of a sudden they just in the world. It's cold. They're not in a warm belly no more. They got to cry to get what they want, and now they soiled in their own, you know, in their diaper, and their mom don't know what they want, and you like, you know how uncomfortable, uncomfortable that might, that must be for a baby, especially if you a C-section baby. You just you don't even go through the process of going through the womb. You just get ripped out, <laughs> it pulled out, and it's cold, and people slapping your butt and all of this and wiping you down, all that is is a complete shock. I know it's a complete shock for a freaking, for a newborn to be in a whole nother environment, but it's good for the baby to start to learn how to use its breathe on their own. And it's good for them to be able to eat on their own and start to learn how to use their muscles and all that stuff. And that's how they grow and they get bigger. And I don't know, I know this is a weird analogy is the word I was trying to find. I know this is a weird analogy, but it's a good, it's good for the growth of the baby and it's good for the growth of you so um so yeah and then the very last thing that I wanted to add even if you hate your job I've been there done that I'm sure you have all of you have to or you lost your job y'all God is still good I ain't gonna it's he still is Jesus still be be hitting you feel me and uh if y'all Y'all go listen to, I think Jonathan McReynolds, God is good. He'd be like, even on your bad days, God is still good. Check that song out. But there are, even on the worst days, there's still things to be grateful for. Do you have a place to go to? Or is there a check coming? Yes, there is. Wonderful. Praise God. Is there, um, do you have a car on your own? Because y'all, there is people, grown people. With no car. They got to catch a ride. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't have, you, most of y'all don't have to do that. Or if you live in up north and y'all do public transportation, sometimes some people don't even have, I don't think people use bus tokens no more. Some people don't even have a card to get on the bus. They can swipe. Some people don't have that, y'all. It's 2023 and people are still living in huts. So it's, it's kind of like, dang, I got to look for um, things to be grateful for. Sometimes you don't be in the mood. You just want to soak. And I feel you. I, I understand that. But um, there are still so many worse things going on. Oh, you know what? 
me a couple weeks ago, maybe about a month ago by now, we were in downtown uh, Columbia, South Carolina, shout out from, from South Carolina. We were in downtown at a restaurant. There was a, a man, I, I'm assuming he's homeless, I don't know, but he was a man walking. My man had boots on, right? He had a slit in his boots, and every time, he had to walk slow because every time he would walk, I could see, like, the, you know how, like, there's a bottom of the, the sole of a boot, and then there's the part, I guess they glued the, the rubber part to, like, the fabric of a boot. There was a slit so big that, like, I could see inside of it. He had to walk slow, and it was in both boots. And if you know anything about boots, like, boots are tough shoes. It ain't no, like, this ain't no tennis tennis shoe. It was a boot, so boots are pretty tough. This man, um, he used his boot so much that that sucker had a hole. It had a rip slits in it. And I was just like, God, I won't complain about nothing else. Because I'm not walking around downtown. And then he was walking towards a trash can. And he was looking inside of it. And I was like, I have never been that down bad. I have never hated a job that much and been in that worse of a position. My shoes falling apart. And I'm looking in a trash can. So I was like, I don't complain about nothing else no more. So just to give you all a visual. So I hope that encouraged you, the second part of, and I hope the first part gave you some tactical things to do, practical things to do into, um, into noticing your job postings, some things to look out for. Thank you so much for listening and watching. If this helped in any way, share it, like it, subscribe, and comment down below what was your favorite thing that I said or what were some... Um, what were some ways that you got through days where you hated your job or when your manager or your boss pissed you off? Because <laughs> we all know that that happens quite often. All right. Thank you so much. Peace. I'll see you all in two weeks. Goodbye.